I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. We're into the final segment of today's episode. Now, we've covered a lot of ground today, and we've had some breaking news, uh, news that still has us praying for the well-being of Tiger Woods. There was an accident this morning in Los Angeles, just outside of Los Angeles, and that accident, a single driver, single vehicle of uh, a silver-colored SUV, which, traveling down the road uh, for some reason, lost control and ended up uh, on the driver's side, uh, toppled over. The report from authorities in the area is that the occupant and driver was Tiger Woods and that it required the jaws of life to remove him from the vehicle. His agent has let it be known that he was transported to a local hospital where he's currently undergoing uh, surgery on his legs. That is uh, just about the only information we have regarding his condition. There were uh, some reports, and uh, we'll learn more at 4 o'clock local time, just over an hour from now, when a press conference hosted by the L.A. County uh, Sheriff's Office will uh, give an update on what transpired. Uh, One of the details that has uh, thus far emerged, aside from the jaws of life being used to remove him, from the vehicle was that when first responders arrived that he was he Tiger Woods was both conscious and uh, speaking with those uh, rescuers on the scene so uh, just over an hour from now at about four o'clock mountain time it's expected that the uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's will be hosting a, uh, a briefing of sorts to give an update on anything known about this accident as I have been monitoring the uh, the helicopter footage uh, live from Rancho Palos Verdes in California, the site of the accident. Uh, I've seen uh, you know various responders, various investigators making their way to the vehicle. Early on, there were uh, some sheriff's deputies who were measuring uh, the, the vehicle. There was uh, what appeared to me to be a, a measuring tape, and they were uh, gathering certain bits of data around the vehicle on the ground nearby and measuring the vehicle itself. Not sure uh, if that was investigative or if it was done in an effort to come up with a good plan to remove the vehicle from its location, which uh, right now... I see there's a wrecker of sorts with a big crane, and there's some of those yellow straps being lowered to the proximity of the vehicle. Uh, likely, uh, they're gathering that up to to bring it out of that site, maybe to right it and then to roll it back to the road. It's, a, it's some ways off the road. Again, the vehicle in which Tiger Woods was trapped after a rollover accident early this morning 
uh, just outside of Los Angeles in California. Four o'clock today, just over an hour, there will be a press conference. For the last uh, remaining minutes of uh, today's program, I want to talk to you uh, briefly about an interesting poll that was released just yesterday uh, regarding the the COVID-19 vaccine. In fact, there uh, let me I'll, I'll read to you I'll read you the question asked of those participating in the poll and uh, and tell me what you think. This poll, let me make sure I have the right one. There are two polls. There's one uh, conducted here very recently and then uh, there was one done back in September and the change uh, in those two poll results is pretty dramatic and that as time has gone on and maybe as more information has been released and revealed and understood regarding the vaccine, more and more Utahns are saying that the vaccine uh, is something they'd be willing to accept. Fewer Utahns are saying no to getting vaccinated. I'll read to you the poll question and the results. Uh, Which of the following best describes your reaction to taking the COVID-19 vaccine? Now, it's not asking about a physical reaction. It's simply uh, you're presented with this idea of getting the vaccine. How do you respond? So I'm going to I'm going to read through uh, the options available to those being polled. And then you just think to yourself uh, how you might respond. Feel free to respond via text message five, seven, five, zero, zero. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Which of the following best describes your reaction to taking the COVID-19 vaccine? Uh, I have already been vaccinated. Number one, I want to be vaccinated as soon as possible. Uh, I'll I'll go back. Uh, 25% of respondents said they had already been vaccinated. Uh, The second category, I want to be vaccinated as soon as possible. That's 35%. Next would be, I want to wait and see how it works before getting vaccinated. 12%. 14% responded this way. I'm in no particular rush to get vaccinated. 14%. And 12% indicating I will never get vaccinated. 12%. And then 3%. Uh, not sure. 3% not sure. 80% agree that the the eligibility metrics for this vaccine is fair. And as we walk through uh, these details here and these percentages of respondents, it has fallen off pretty dramatically, those who uh, have asserted that they will never get vaccinated. In fact, if you go back only a few months, this same survey administered to Utahns, that category of I will never get vaccinated was nearly twice what it is today, meaning that half of those individuals that only a few short months ago had their heels dug in and their mind made up that they would not be getting vaccinated ever. And the question was, I will never get vaccinated. It used to be 24%. Now it's 12%. I don't have time to, to have a conversation uh, about the mentality of that of that 12% which changed its mind, but I do want to hear from you. So do me this favor. If you were one of those who earlier were dead set against the vaccine, and you, over the past number of months, we'll say, have come around and are now accepting and maybe even eager to receive the vaccine, how'd you get there? What was it that changed your mind? What was it that opened your mind? 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Send me a note there. I am so fascinated to know what changed your mind. And if you'd be willing to share those thoughts with the remaining 12%, asserting that they will never get vaccinated. I think vaccination is important. I'm on team vaccine. (laughs) 
But I understand that there are many who feel otherwise. And I'd be eager to know uh, if there's anything that might change their mind. And you, you 12%, you might be able to help. That's it for today's program. Remember, just over an hour from now, it's expected that from just outside of Los Angeles, a press conference regarding the accident involving Tiger Woods in California today. He remains in hospital. Many questions to be asked. We'll find some of those answers an hour from now. Next up, Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.